Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today, so go ahead and get a jump start on planning a fun Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And head on over to supertalktv.com because you'll meet my tea friends, Thomas and Hillary, who are joining us again here on Good Things. They're with Longleaf Tea Company out of Laurel, and they've been up to some good. Hey, Hillary. Hey, Thomas. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. How's it going? It's going well. Can you believe it's been over a year since you joined us here on Good Things? A lot's happened in a year. It's been a busy year. (laughs) (laughs) So I read or saw on your Facebook where your 2021 harvest sold completely out. So congratulations on that. What was that kind of success like? Well, I think we realized that we didn't plant enough tea plants. I mean, (laughs) whenever we planted them in 2018, we thought, oh, Lord, we're planting too many. Are we ever going to sell enough tea? And um, as of last year, I think we realized that we could have planted many, many more. So it it, it was great. It was a fun year to go commercial and sell to the public. And um, I guess people liked it. People did like it. People are starting to hear more about it. People are getting curious, which means you're gearing up for the 2022 harvest. I'm trying to keep up. But I did see where maybe our unpredictable, unfavorable weather could have affected your tea crops, just like any other crop or farmer has to deal with. So how's it looking in the tea field? It's looking awesome. Have you looked today? Yeah, it's actually looking really good. You know, Mother Nature can be fickle, but tea plants are strong and sturdy. So the late freeze may have set our timing back a week or two, but just a little bit of delay. We're looking to harvest here in the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. So when harvest, what does harvest look like on a tea farm? I think we all know what we'll be doing um, mid-summer or late uh, spring and harvesting our tomatoes and our cucumbers and our yellow squash and all that that we're getting in the ground. But what does it look like to harvest the tea? It looks like our whole family out in the field, everybody with a basket around their neck, and for hours four to six hours um, hand-picking tea leaves and filling up a basket. <laughs> so we, we like it this time of year, Rebecca, because it's not as hot yet. But um, come July and August, it, it's, it can be brutal. It can be brutal. And it's that- a continual harvest. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's it's a okay. continual harvest. So while we may have our first harvest here in the next few weeks, we'll continue harvesting every few weeks through October. 
Okay, so you got a little bit longer span. It's kind of like you know, with your mm-hmm. summer, spring, summer garden. It's not the first, but the first tomato is not the last tomato that's going to come off your plant. You kind of have to be patient and keep going mm-hmm. out there and checking on it. Well, I know that's exciting. Even in the hot dog days of summer, you now have a refreshing place to kick your feet back, enjoy a cup of tea, thanks to the renovations that got you on the hit show HGTV. I I was sitting there watching, like many of us do in Mississippi on Sundays, but then Thomas and Hillary, you came across the screen. I was like, they're my friends. I'm so excited for them. <laughs> Even though this is the first time we are meeting face-to-face. But walk us through it. How did that uh, – I mean, it's a perfect fit. You're both in Laurel. I, I get that. But how did that come about? Yeah, well, we knew this was something we wanted to do. We had this wonderful historic home on the property, literally just right next to the tea fields. And we had big dreams for it. But they were bigger than we could handle this year. It was just, it was a huge project. It was a lot to take on. And we knew we did not have the capacity to do that on their own, on our own. And we were so lucky that hometown was interested and willing to help us out. And it was really just such a fun project from start to finish. And stressful, I would assume. But you guys, I guess, if you follow the show's protocol, you don't really have to, or you don't get to see it, right? Like once you turn over the keys, is that true? Like you don't see it until the great photo or the great reveal of you guys standing with your backs to what's now the great uh, sign for Longleaf um, Tea Company. And, I mean, is that the first time you saw any of the progress? Yeah. Yes, it was. It really was. There was a lot of trust put into Ben and Aaron in this project. And um, it was warranted because they did a absolutely fantastic job. And um, we knew that we could trust them with it. But uh, ab- it was scary for us, um, both being a bit, um, I don't want to say OCD. What do we call it? <laughs> <laughs> we, we like to be in control of our projects. And so we had to release some of that to Ben and Aaron, and they did great. Yeah. It was a good exercise for us. That's right. And also, they spent a lot of time with us on the front end to really understand what we were looking for and what we needed, and also what what we loved about the structure and the property and kind of its history. So we felt really good going into it because we knew how much time and effort they had already put in. Well, as the Longleaf Tea Company grows, you guys are going to have to relinquish some of that because you're not going to be able to keep up (laughs) controlling every aspect of it. But you can call a spade a spade, Thomas. OCD is fine. That's not always (laughs) necessarily um, uh, a bad thing. But Hillary, this was your family's property, right? Like this came from your side of the family of the original structure. Give us a little background of what it was growing up for you or what it meant for your family in terms of history of the building. Yeah, absolutely. So it's been in my family for six generations. So literally almost every um, every member of the Leggett side of the family, which is my side of the family, has spent time in this house, in this place, growing up from my grandfather to my dad, my brother, his family. Um, and in the summers, not only this house, but the farm in general, just the property, and really throughout my childhood, It was our escape. It's where we came to every afternoon, every weekend, 
And I said this on the show, and I truly mean it. All my best childhood memories happened at the farm. They all kind of take place out here. And um, this house has always just been kind of the, the meeting point for all of that. So not only had a lot of history, but a lot of sentiment and love and feeling in it. So they had a tall order when we came to them with this project. Well, it feels like from your vision, again, I feel like I know your story from watching the show and having you guys here on Good Things, but it feels like you just opened that, you transformed it so it could be that space for Laurel community now, not just, you know, your family and or the, you know, through anybody who passes through. So in the beginning or even now, what is the vision for this newly renovated space there on the farm? Well, we really want to use it to kind of help educate and celebrate American tea growing. So we want to be able to have people out here to the farm to see the tea fields, see the plants, come in and to this wonderful new space and have a tasting and continue to learn about, kind of like we said, from the pluck to the cup, everything that happens to get that lovely, you know, cup of tea or a glass of iced tea that you have in front of you. So really use it as kind of a meeting, a meeting place and a celebration spot. And then, too, an opportunity to celebrate your own events, I would assume, maybe smaller, more intimate gatherings along the way. Here I am. I'm setting you up. People are going to start calling and wanting to book their things. Yet. I don't even know if y'all are, like, calling. ready for that. But, you know, you know, because Good Things has the same reach as HGTV, I'm just going to say, once, you know, your phone's going to start ringing. But, but has your phone right. started ringing for folks to utilize that space? It has. Yes, it has. And, and we love to see that excitement. And we're, we're almost ready to start hosting people. We want to get harvest season kicked off because, as we mentioned, we are sold out of tea. We have nothing for people to taste just yet. But as soon as we have our first harvest and have some tea, we look forward to really opening up to do guided tours and tastings by reservation, hopefully each week. Speaking of the harvest, once you pluck... What happens to it before it gets to the cup? Yep. So we're going to have to pick a type of tea to go through that because every type, green, black, white, is different um, for the steps. But let's go with let's go with the black tea. Or you tell me, Rebecca. Well, I was going to say, go whatever Hillary's sipping, let's go with that one. <laughs> awesome. So these are... <laughs> Uh, she's like my guinea pig. I always do these like research and development type small batches just to see what we can play with and always get her to drink them. Um, <laughs> so, Happy to do that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> this is, um, she's drinking a black tea, so we'll go with black tea. Um, so we pluck it from the field. Everybody carries it in in their big baskets and it goes onto these big trays, these bamboo trays, big circular trays to wither. And we're going to hang there with Wither, and we're going to wait. We're going to let it wither, and we're going to come right back uh, with Hillary and Thomas of the Longleaf Tea Company coming up next year on Good Things. I'm going to send a bird, going to drown a mouth. This is brave. This is bruised. This is who I'm meant to be. This is me.
Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Spring is coming up, and you can leave it up to us at Ag Up Equipment for your spring cleaning machine. We have stocked up and can offer you long-term financing with low monthly payments. Get the John Deere 3025E compact tractor with a loader for only $278 per month with 72 months financing. Visit us at agup.com for more. Offer is based on 10% down. Offer ends over 30-2022. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. When you partner with R.J. Young for your business printing needs, you get the R.J. Young difference, superior service, in-house leasing option, and a we-make-it-right guarantee. Choose R.J. Young's HPA4 for your business's managed print services and supplies. Print with confidence and trust HP Original Supplies for consistent, uninterrupted printing. To learn more about our office equipment and technology, visit rjyoung.com slash printers. R.J. Young partners with the best printer manufacturers like HP to offer you the best technology solutions that power your business. Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Do you know your indoor air quality score? Today, one in five people suffer from or have allergy or asthma. 90% of homes have indoor air quality problems. Over 25 million Americans suffer from asthma. We spend 90% of our time indoors, and our indoor air quality is two to five times worse than outdoors. Call 1-800-SOLUTIONS today. Green Home Solutions is the best decision you can make towards improving your family's indoor air quality. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Today and the world felt heavy, so I grabbed my keys and I went for a drive. 
followed some county road. Good Things wants to remind you there are some great things to do in Mississippi, plenty of events, so unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. Head on over to supertalktv.com, and we can find out more about our new tea friends, Thomas and Hillary of Longleaf Tea Company out of Laurel, which I guess you're not new friends, you're old friends now. I feel like we're going to have our yearly uh, check-in with you guys because it's really interesting to me to watch folks that we've talked to here on Good Things because back in 2021, you were just taking your product to, I guess, to market or to commercial, and there was a lot of excitement around that. And, man, a lot can happen in a year, as you guys had stated. But, Thomas, you were sharing with us kind of the process. You're right on the heels of harvest season, so you're going to start picking your tea leaves between now and, you said, at the end of October. But from the pluck, there's the process before it gets to the cup. So you were sharing about the withering process. So let's start that over. I think that's really interesting. What happens once it gets plucked? That's right. So we we come in to the area to process it with baskets full of fresh tea leaves. We spread it out on um, the bamboo trays, and that's where we start withering it. And it um, releases water. Um, and the, the leaf it probably takes about 12 to 16 hours typically for the black tea. And then once it gets more pliable, kind of, um, what's the best word for it, after it's withered for a while, limp, or it mm-hmm. just, it's, yeah. And so then we put it into a roller, and we roll it. And the rolling process, Rebecca, is it kind of breaks up the cell walls. It doesn't tear the leaf, but it just breaks it up and releases the oils and all the good flavor compounds. Um, and then after the rolling process, uh, we do an oxidizing step, and that's when you allow it to go to brown uh, over time. Like an, like we talked about uh, last year, when you cut an apple and you set it on the table, over time it starts to go brown. Well, that's what you want with black when you're making black tea. And then after that step, we dry it and we bag it and perfecto. Perfecto. It's ready to go to market. So you mentioned you sold out last year. What does that mean? I mean, I know what that means. It means you don't have any more tea. But where were you selling your tea? Was it all like online as dry tea? Were people coming by the farm and buying it? Did you have it in boutiques within Laurel? Like, where did it go? It was 100% online sales through our website. We would love, we have, we've had a lot of um, partners ask for bags to sell in their store and we just don't have enough we you know everything was sold out through our online store um so hopefully we should be producing a good bit more this year hopefully we'll be able to meet demand um we'll see demand's a good thing to have though right thomas you'd rather have it is just not enough than way too much (laughs) right how long does it take for a tea tree or bush or whatever you call it to to mature to be able to make leaves because you mentioned i heard you say start planting maybe in 2018 so if you are trying to Mm -hmm. continue to grow your um your fields or your trees how does that process work yeah, it's about three years. So from planting the small plants to where we actually start harvesting leaf from the plant, it's three years. And so you're right, there's a delay. You know, right now we just finished planting 100 plants. We'll plant another, I'm sorry, 500 plants. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a little more than 100. It felt like more than 100. It felt like 1,000. No. Um, and then we'll plant another 1,000 in the fall. But none of those plants will be ready to harvest until, you know, 2024, 2025. And if I remember back to our original conversation about learning about teas here on Good Things, once the tree is there or the bush or whatever, like she's with you for a while, right? 
like she's or he or I'm oh, not yeah. sure how you just you name. I don't know. I see it as a she, <laughs> but yeah. But like there, it's like kind that of works. like a blueberry bush, right? Like where you still you mm-hmm. have it, and then you know it produces every year. That's right. That's right. They, I mean, they have a lifespan. I mean, some are hundreds and hundreds of years. Typically, when they're in production and, and harvested um, yearly or every year, that they, they're going to be eighty to hundred years old is their lifespan. So. They'll be around for a while. She'll be around for a while. <laughs> Am I right with that? Boats and trees should be she's. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I think that I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fair too. So these folks who are buying your tea from online, right? That's obviously the dry tea. I'm impressed with how many folks are open to, or maybe that are closet tea drinkers, because at least here in the mm-hmm. South, it feels like. The, the main way that we enjoy our tea is already sweet and then chilled. Maybe hot tea really hasn't caught on to our culture like in other cultures. Are you seeing a shift in that, Thomas? Yeah, I think we are. I think it's, you know, a lot of our sales, to be honest with you, um, were outside of Mississippi. I would say the majority of them were. Um, and so we're seeing people all the way, uh, you know, California to Maine and New York were, were buying our teas. Um, the ones in Mississippi, the sales in Mississippi, you know, it, it was a mix. There's folks that were drinking it hot, and then some that would send us pictures and say, hey, we we made it, and then we iced that big old batch of tea, and it was so good, and we added sugar to it. So, you know, it doesn't matter. We just love that people are enjoying it. Okay, Hillary, he put you on the spot and said that you were his guinea pig or tea taster, whichever way you prefer it. <laughs> has 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 he ever come with you and like, hey, try this concoction or whatever, and you have to be like, mm-mm, slowly let him down? It's happened a time or two. It has. So, you know, our first couple of years when we were really just doing trial batches and kind of developing our process, and the way he explained it makes it sound super simple, but there really is an art to it as well. There's no set timing for withering. There's no exact length for how long you roll it. It's really a a smell and a feel and really just kind of knowing the leaves and kind of being able to sense when you need to move on to the next step. And it, it took us a while to dial that in, you know, and it is something, you know, each batch is different, kind of like a wine mm-hmm. and it, it takes some kind of, you know, feeling it out. But there were some early times when I, I was very honest that it was not my favorite cup of tea. <laughs> So what makes for a good cup of tea versus a not-so-good cup of tea? So I'll let Thomas really speak to this, but I know as far as I'm concerned, I really don't like anything that turns bitter, whether it's from the, you know, the first second or the kind of that back-end taste. I, I want it to taste fresh and really avoid those kind of tangy notes. Mm-hmm. The answer is that everybody has slightly different preferences. Rebecca, you know, that's what's kind of hard about this is, um, you know, well, whenever we're making the black teas, we do, we work really hard to avoid the bitter astringency because Hillary obviously doesn't like it. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, so in, in certain cultures, bitter is preferred. You know, they, they want their green teas to be very bitter. And um, so it's hard to say what is what makes for a good cup of tea. We can say what makes for a bad cup of tea. Um, you know, there's certain flavors, sour, um, stale, um, not a lot of body to it. That would, we, we certainly try to avoid any of that type. 
But other than that, um, we're going for something that can be very versatile and that people, a lot of different flavor palettes, can they can enjoy it in both hot and cold. I was just going to ask, you mentioned you um, you have different, I guess, black and sort of green teas. Is that the only two, I guess, teas come in colors? We're learning here on good things, right? So <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Yeah, there's black tea. We, we do a black tea, a green tea, and a white tea. Ah, okay. So in terms of... I guess I know I've had I've had I've tried all three. I've had a sample of all three, not of yours, but I, I know what they distinctly mm-hmm. taste different. But if you were to explain the difference between black, green, and white, what's sort of the the taste profile? How's it different? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do my best here because again, this is it's subjective. It's very subjective. But for me, the black tea is going to have um, deeper uh, tasting notes that are going to be. Um, woody, um, you know, maybe some vanilla, maybe even something kind of sweet and marshmallowy, you know, honeysuckle, honeysuckle, those type of sweeter and fuller notes. The green teas are going to have um, more kind of like the maybe as far as hay to like um, some veg, almost like spinach. Which may sound bad. You're like, oh, really, Thomas? You're making a tea that tastes like spinach? It doesn't taste like spinach, but it kind of reminds you of you know certain vegetables, yes, um, water chestnut, things like that. And, and then the white tea is going to be stronger on the honey tones. I mean, it's going to be honey and floral, very floral. Other than the spinach reference, I was with you. On, on those. And we had someone text I'm, in. I'm going to have to work on coming up. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to work on another description. Thanks for calling me out on that. <laughs> no, even as a dietitian, I want people to eat their spinach. But if you start trying to get them to drink it, it's probably not going to not gonna happen. Uh, but we've got a few questions on the text line I want to get to. And I want to talk about the tea industry growing in Mississippi and how you guys are fitting into that. Coming up next here on Good Things. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 68. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 44. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 65. Friday evening, mostly clear, low all the way down to 38. And for your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 69. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, 
is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. At TrustCare Health, we're reimagining healthcare for the modern world. No long waits or hoops to jump through. Just the five-star care you deserve and the convenience you need. From urgent care available seven days a week <laughs> to routine care for the whole family. You're good to go. See you in a couple months. You can get in and out and back to your life. Mama! Stop by one of our convenient locations or visit TrustCareHealth.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better. Faster. People say things change. But in Mississippi, good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world. The Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member FDIC. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Since 1871, Gaddis McClure Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McClure Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi lawmakers got a lot done during this year's session, but one item they weren't able to come to an agreement on is restoring the ballot initiative process. Representative Charles Busby told us that Mississippi voters will have to wait until next year for a chance to place the proposed state laws on the ballot. I would like to see the initiative process be a little different than what we had previously. And I think the product that comes out, and I guess it'll be next year now, uh, will be different where we can we can change general law as opposed to constitutional amendments. The two chambers were not able to find any common ground on the amount of signatures needed to place a measure on the ballot. Tickets are officially on sale for the 2022 St. Jude Dream Home Giveaway. This year's home is a four-bedroom, four-and-a-half bathroom, French Creole-inspired house in the village at Madison neighborhood in downtown Madison. Tickets are $100, with all proceeds going to Children of St. Jude. The winner of the home will be announced on June 16th. During the month of April, AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud so your money lives longer. They are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org slash ms. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. 
When it comes to the outdoors, we are one. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the great outdoors. So let's talk about it. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. Monday starting at noon here on Super Talk Mississippi. Presented by the Foundation Protecting Our Outdoors Heritage. Listen or watch the show anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. the line and I do what is right like I should. Don't delay in planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And all you need to be over at supertalktv.com because we're continuing our conversation with Hillary and Thomas of Longleaf Tea Company out of Laurel. And we're learning a lot about, uh, I guess, the process of tea and the colors of tea, which one of our questions on the ceasefire text line, Thomas, was, what color is sweet tea? <laughs> and I would say caramel, <laughs> caramel, however you want to look at it. But you could turn any of the teas into a sweet, cold uh, variety, which I would encourage folks to to explore and sort of try. Black tea is not the only tea that tastes good, chilled and sweetened, correct? Absolutely. I mean, we love, we'll do a cold brew of our green tea. Um, so we'll we'll set it in a jar um, and put it in the refrigerator overnight, let it brew um, at cold temperature overnight and have that. And it is, it's fantastic. It's as good as anything else that we can make. One thing I and t- it doesn't taste like spinach and hay, despite what I said earlier. <laughs> Hillary, Hillary was like, everybody in America thinks our tea, our green tea tastes like spinach and hay now, and it really doesn't. I just cannot come up with better words. <laughs> I put you on the spot, and you did the best you could. And so I think, though, that's funny. You're going to look back, and or someone's going to give it a try and say, you know, I, I taste those those leafy earthy. I think earthy was more what you were going for, fresh and earthy. Um, Probably so. I love, though, that it feels like the tea growing community in Mississippi is growing, pun intended, right? We've had on here on Good Things the the great Mississippi Tea Company out of Brookhaven before. I think maybe they got started Mm -hmm. a few years before you guys did or about around Mm -hmm. the same time. It had to be within the last five years because that's how long Good Things has been with us. But, But it feels like that that community is small but also supportive because I saw where you guys had them out um, on the farm there in Laurel and maybe working together. Is it kind of like a collaborative effort to make this an industry here in Mississippi? Absolutely. I mean, we're slowly building out a cluster in South Mississippi. um, And everyone is very, there's not, and it may eventually happen, but right now, Rebecca, there's none of that competitive kind of infighting. Everybody is very helpful with each other. Um, I had to Brookhaven all the time to see Jason and Timmy at Great Mississippi Tea Company. I've gotten a lot of help um, from the guys down in Poplarville. Um, you know, especially Don, they have Pearl River Tea. Um, and everybody's incredibly helpful. And then there's growers all over the rest. There's clusters in the Carolinas, um, like Table Rock Tea. There's folks in Oregon, um, a few folks in California. And everybody's very helpful. And and I guess more recently, there's a group called the U.S. League of Tea Growers, um, and there's about you know 40 to 60 members 
that are we're all pulling like our um, best practices and what we've learned and where we failed, and it's just really helpful to have that. It feels like there's a big market, right? Like the ocean's huge in terms of potential for a thriving industry. There's no need for competition. I mean, right now, I would think out of out of the smaller uh, tea growers. I mean, you you guys working together could really niche out a a niche, I guess, industry within within a bigger a bigger one. I mean, people are drinking tea all the time. They might as well add yours to the list or theirs to the list and sort of try it all, right? Like there's room for everybody to be at the table when it comes to when it comes to tea. Yesterday, we had um, Kenneth Thomas of Humble Coffee here on Good Things. I'm like, man, this is the this is the week of the beverages. Um, but he it's a made, caffeinated week. A caffeinated week. He made a good statement, though. He said, even though like coffee connoisseurism, whatever, is not necessarily um, caught on in Mississippi and other like in other uh, parts of the country, it doesn't mean that Mississippi can't lead in the roasting and the production of coffee because he's he's at a competition right now in Boston for. His roasting, and I feel the same way for for the tea industry. I mean, even though Mississippians aren't drinking their tea hot or sort of really embrace that culture, it doesn't mean we can't lead where we're best at, and that's agriculture and farming, and you know, creating a wonderful a wonderful product, which it feels like you guys are starting to do um, very well. Do you feel that way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean. Every grower in the South, and especially Mississippi, kind of sees this as becoming um, America's tea country. And we're just, we're so well situated for it. Um, and, and the product that we're producing down here is second to none. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're very proud of what we're doing. And we just think that there, there's just a ton of upside and it's going to continue to grow fast. You have a beautiful serving tray or tasting table, I think, in front of you uh, that Ben created for you guys as a gift uh, on on the show Hometown when you guys were unrevealed. How does it work? What's the like? I mean, I was watching it home. I was like, who would spill their tea on purpose? Um, so, so if we're looking at it, uh, walk us through. I know it's beautifully and it's beautifully made. Of course, Ben ba- made it, but what what's the what's the purpose of it? Yeah. So. I don't know if you can see it very well, but so what it is, it's it it's a tray within a tray. And so there's the tray and then everything sits on the top part, but it's hollow in the middle. And so what it allows, there's certain um, tea ceremonies and that you pour the hot water over the pot mm-hmm. and you overflow your teacup and it allows the water to spill on the tray and not go everywhere else. Um, and so it's kind of a, a traditional tea tray and they made it out of the wood from the barn and they did an awesome job. I mean, they are absolutely beautiful. So you, so spilling is like on purpose. It's not like, Oh, I'm walking it to the table and if I accidentally bump it, it'll catch my mistake. No, they, you're supposed to spill it. it, it Yes, and so now I don't like spilling a single drop of tea. I, I want it in my mouth. But in yeah, in some okay. um, cultures and tea ceremonies, they'll do that. They'll even have a tea pet that sits on the tray, and they'll pour a cup over the tea pet, uh, like a little you know ceramic or clay animal, um, you know, as like a a good omen. And so yeah, these tea trays are great for all that. No crying over spilt tea then. I guess not. <laughs> We've got some. I would cry over it. But I yeah. would too. That would be uh, there's that's the OCD type A in us, uh, Thomas. I feel you with that. But um, 
So some folks are wanting to know when can they can they get on a list? Can when can they be anticipating your 2022 harvest? I know if you sold out in 2021, some don't want to miss out on the chance of you know trying it this go around. Are y'all taking pre-orders or creating a list, or how's that how's that working? Absolutely. So on our website, longleaftea.co, under each kind of product, so you clicked on our Revival Black Tea, there's a little button that says Notify Me When Available. And that's you can get added to a list to get an email as soon as we have it available from our store. And we'll also post all over our social media. We're so excited, so we can't wait for it. So we're very eager to post about it as well. Um, And that's just at Longleaf Tea. But... Also, we think we should have tea available within the next month or so, given our harvest timing and then processing time and giving it just a little bit to settle. So it's coming. I saw where you reflected back on your social media, especially after, you know, the show released or aired on HGTV, which I think people can go back and watch that episode on the Discovery Plus if they want to. I think that's you can do all the shows there. I think (laughs) you can correct me if I'm wrong on that. But um, but. What does it feel like to be in this moment with the dream and the vision you guys had however many years ago now? Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit. Oh, that's okay. I was going to say, what does it feel like to be in this moment as you reflected back on how you got started so many years ago with your dream and vision? I would say it's hard for us to pause and soak it in sometimes. We have to force ourselves to because all we're thinking about is getting the feed, the, the, the weeds out of the field, getting the fertilizer out, you know, getting ready for harvest. Um, but whenever we took a little time to pause and really reflect on it, it a lot of gratitude, um, you know, just, and then, you know, I guess a sense of pride, but also excitement on just how far it's come in a short amount of time and then how far it has to go. What would you add to that? Exactly. I mean, just yeah. a huge feeling of thankful to have come this far but reflecting back on kind of the journey and what all we've learned and still have yet to learn but you know thankful for what we've done so far just really excited for where this this will go from here well i'm excited for you guys and we hope to have you back make this a yearly update from you guys just see where y'all keep going as you plant those thousands of trees and they keep growing and (laughs) They keep reducing and all the things. And before you know it, we'll have a whole industry out of Mississippi for tea lovers everywhere. So I think it is the vision. That is the vision. I think it's it's happening right before our eyes. I think it's a really good thing. So I appreciate y'all's time and we'll talk soon. Excellent. All righty. Thank you, guys. How cool is that? Just think about it. Every day you drink a cup of coffee. Every day you probably have a glass of tea. There are two and multiple opportunities for you to make those hometown or homegrown in the state of Mississippi uh, products if you just spend your dollar a little wisely. So always look forward to catching up with the small business success stories. Includes farms, too, here on Good Things. So who knows what will happen in a year with them. But we've got more for you. Stick, Stick with us. Coming up next.
Get ready for Trustmark College Baseball April 26th for the big game of the series. The Governor's Cup, Mississippi State versus Ole Miss. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com or the Trustmark Park box office. Enjoy fun for the whole family. Trustmark College Baseball. Get your tickets now for the big game of the Trustmark College Baseball Series April 26th. The Governor's Cup with Mississippi State and Ole Miss going head-to-head. Don't miss it. A Spectrum Event Production. March into spring with a new Mazda from Mazda of Jackson. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250000 mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today and march into spring, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. This is the closing agri market report. At the close of the New York Cotton Exchange, May cotton was down 249 to 133.20. July cotton was down 120 to 131.40. To close of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up 26 cents to 16.45 and a half per bushel. July soybeans were up 23 and a half to 1627 per bushel. May corn was up one and a quarter to seven fifty seven and three quarters per bushel. July corn was up three and a quarter to seven fifty and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile June live cattle was down twelve to one thirty four ten. August live cattle was up forty to one thirty six ten. May feeders down forty seven to one fifty nine forty seven. August feeders up one fifty seven to one seventy four twenty seven. And at this alley Dow Jones is up fifteen points, thirty four thousand five eleven. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Are you an employer looking to diversify your workforce? Hiring workers with disabilities is a win-win situation. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Call our business relations specialist to learn how your company can benefit from no-cost on-the-job training and receive tax credits when hiring workers with disabilities. We're a source of recruitment for pre-screened and job-ready applicants and are committed to being a valuable partner for employers. Visit our website at mdrs.ms.gov to find a business relations specialist near you. Compromise is nice if you're at the playground or scouring yard sales. But farmers know better that middle grounds have no winner. That's why there's Revitec fungicide. Fast acting and long lasting. Preventative and curative. Disease control and stress reduction. So leave the settling to little Tommy at the seesaw an old bargain bill. And take your full prize in yields with Revitec fungicide for uncompromised performance. 
Always read and follow label direction. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. so many good places for your family to eat, stay, and play. Take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. Now, Sports Talk Mississippi, they will be at Pearl River Resort's Dancing Rabbit Golf Course today, coming up after good things, to start of the Masters. So stop by if you're there and see why the Dancing Rabbit Golf, Co- Golf Club at the Pearl River Resort is one of the Southeast's most acclaimed golf courses. So that's Sports Talk Mississippi at the Pearl River Resort's Dancing Rabbit Golf Course coming up today from 3 to 6 right here on Super Talk. And the Lord has given them a beautiful day to be on the golf course. And hopefully, Steve Azar and friends will have a beautiful weekend for the second annual Mockingbird Songwriters Music Festival. It's coming to the Gin in Leland this Friday and Saturday. So bring your stadium chairs, your blankets, coolers, come out to enjoy some great music it. For tickets, go to Mockingbird2022.eventbrite.com for more information. Or if you go back and check um, the Gallo Show and podcast or on YouTube, you might uh, see or I guess hear uh, an interview with Steve. Paul had him on this morning to talking about the event and all the fun that will be going on there, which is a good reminder that you can always catch great interviews or anything you missed via Super Talk's YouTube page as well as in podcast form. And the tea people who we just had on, Longleaf Tea Company, if you missed it, go back and listen to it. Their story is um, inspiring and amazing. But they were actually supposed to be with us a week ago, but it was thanks to Mother Nature that they got put uh, to today, which I thought after we had coffee yesterday, which was a great conversation, you should go back and listen to that, and then tea today, I thought, man, we really are serving up the best beverages that Mississippi has to offer, sadly. Still waiting on the Red Bull phone to ring. The Red Bull phone is not yet uh, to ring, but I love that these both sort of signature beverages that so many of us start our day or have within our day. As finding its way or finding a niche, uh, Mississippians are finding a way to make a niche in the industry to bring to bring you great uh, products. We were talking about kind of like the culture around coffee yesterday. You know, tea is kind of uh, has the same sort of scenario. Now, we drink it a little more carefree with our meals and stuff. But when you think about a good glass and for us, it's sweet tea. I mean, hopefully the trend will change eventually and We'll be more open to hot tea, but I don't see that just catching fire here in Mississippi because we are, um, I guess, culturally connected to the sweeter version or the colder version, right? I actually have fond memories of of ordering hot tea just because it was on the menu at the the Chinese restaurant that's not even open anymore because this was a long, long time ago. But I just remember they kind of looked at me. It's like, yeah, I want to try that. It was delicious. Oh, my gosh, it is delicious. I would encourage anyone to step outside your comfort zone and sort of give it uh, give it a try. Um, but there are those emotional connections, too, to sweet tea. Not only does it taste good, but you can sit here and think about sweet memories that come over a glass of tea. When do we normally, like, 
yearn for it, right? Hot summer days, after a good uh, you know day in the yard, cut in the yard. Cut in the yard. It's connected to uh, a Sunday meal of your you know grandmother or whatever it may be. Like when you stop to think about it. You know, obviously there's the everyday wanting of it, but your mind can go straight to good memories that are built around a glass of sweet tea or unsweet or whatever it may be. You also immediately connect your favorite tea to someone that you adore. It's going to be how your mama or daddy made it or how your grandma made it or whatever it may be. And so, you know, oftentimes we just overlook the fact that we have all of these associations with things that are in our everyday life that we don't even recognize mold and shape our desire to want it, our appreciation for it, our reluctancy to let it go, because there's so much deeper connection to the things that you repeatedly do uh, than we ever sort of give it give it credit for. When I think of sweet, if I think of sweet tea and like sweet memories, it's my granny and papa that pop up. I mean, they would sit there and it was just the, she stirred it slow, she made it slow. It just tasted better. It was sun tea. And I can see the pitcher. I can see the wooden spoon. I can even see, like, the big, you know, older mason jar that she always I was about to say, if you didn't out. get sweet tea out of a gallon or bigger pickle jar that's been repurposed, you missed out. Agreed. Totally agree. The, the one lady who always made tea for church... Yes, we all have have that particular typical thing. And today is Jeff and Oxford say National Beer Day. That's funny. I should have done better because we have some great microbreweries here in the state too who are, are carving out a niche in that beverage and that beverage category. So, whatever you want to raise a glass today, whether it's coffee or tea or other beverages, just at least pay nod to. Why? I know. I don't need a refill mine at all. I'm a pit my quota for, for caffeine for for the day. But I uh, hope you go back and listen to anything that you missed. We always uh, continue the conversation over on the Good Things Facebook group. But the boys are coming to you next from location at Pearl River Resort. So that should be good. So stick with us. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.